0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light the Light-Fingered Thief. And today, I'm joined by Logar, the Barbarian.
1: Hello, I'm Logar, the Barbarian.
0: So, Logar, I know we've been on many adventures together, but it feels like there's even more adventures that we want to go on that we just don't have time, money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, it's like... People are like, oh, I don't know how you're going to have enough stuff to talk about on a daily podcast about role-playing games. But one thing that I've learned is that there is no end to the amount of role-playing games I want to play. There's plenty of people (laughs) playing cool things. There's a lot out there. There's a lot
0: out there. There's a lot of ideas that both Logar and myself and our gaming group want to try out and explore. Uh, I mean, there's modules that we want to write. There's zines that we want to do. I mean, there's so much activity.
1: You can't keep up with all. Oh, I, I spent a lot of time trying to do this podcast and getting it out there. So that it puts a little damper on the time. And I'm only allowed to play so many nights a week. I, I play more than one night a week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Likewise. Uh, I think Logar and I were usually in at least two games together a week. <laughs>
1: Normally. And then uh, there's also like, yeah, it's it's constant. I know anybody who's a role-playing game fanatic or fan. Pro- most of the folks I talk to you know would love to play more games a night or a week
0: (laughs) yeah it's not like when we're younger when we could spend the whole weekend and play like we're talking about like 12 hours (laughs) yeah
1: i'm gonna make we're gonna make the 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 late night 12 hour game happen here soon
0: (laughs) did you get did you get permission from your better half
1: (laughs) i have permission once a month and it's gonna be very soon i think that and i've said this before i said I'm i'm gonna run coriolis but we're leaning towards coriolis Although we'll see, we'll see. I'm uh, not 100% in stone yet. I'd love to run that Coriolis
0: campaign cuz they're beautiful books.
1: But anyways, aside from that, there's all these books and all these games and I want to all play these them
0: zines all. that you have in your pile that you want to get through. <laughs> now, trying
1: to do zine reviews of them all. And, and uh, when I when I play a game, I often don't go 100% by the book. I'm pulling from different things. I like zines because Instead of buying a $50 book only to take one or two nuggets of, of treasure out of it, it's a little nicer to grab someone's, you know, and they a little more condensed. The creative stuff's a little more prevalent. The new stuff is is kind of the mass of what you're getting there. You're not getting 200, 100 some pages in a lot of the zines. You're just getting a few new, unique sparks. Zines are a great thing when it comes to trying to find what you're looking for for game, in my opinion. And it's for me, it's easier to read a 60 page zine once a week to review and talk about than it is to a 200 page book for every time I want to do a zine review on Thursday.
0: <laughs> yep, no, agree. I mean, we've seen a lot of great content, obviously, with unique uh, creators on the show, as well as through Itch, IO, Kickstarter, Indie, GoGo, as, along with all the uh, smaller press publishers like Necromancer, Frog God, Mithmir, yeah, North Winds. Uh, and-
1: we like to go around, like well before COVID. But I I spent a lot of time at game stores looking at stuff. I'm into books. I like reading them. I'm I'm kind of a not just game books, just books in general. I enjoy books and I spend a lot of time with them. Um, and I get a lot from them, even if I'm not going to run a module. Having that module there, I I can glean or. Even that game system there, I get new ideas from everything that I read through and check out that eventually can make it into my games at the very least. New ideas and sparks for not only mechanics, but also for adventures and
0: things like that. So
1: there's a lot of games out there to check out.
0: There's a lot of different genres to play. I mean, there's so uh-huh. many genres that I think you and I have been trying to chew over and be like, okay, which genre do we want to try next? Like list <laughs> do we want to do like a sci fi exploratory hex crawl? Or do we want to do like a haunted weird west, which has been on my list forever? And we're, 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 we just
1: rolled up characters for Twilight 2000.
0: Yeah, we're gonna play Twilight 2000 uh, here on our oh, Wednesday game as well, too. So, Certainly a lot of genres that we still haven't gotten to yet.
1: <laughs> Twilight 2000 is an interesting game so far. We only did character creation, but it reminds me of Traveler a little bit because you go through this career path and, and 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 it works in a similar fashion as Traveler and, and creating your character and, and going through the how they learned the skills that they learned. And I like the system. It's different than the normal year zero engine, but close enough that it's easy and intuitive enough to pick up. But it is different if you're used to some of the other the other games Free Leagues puts out, your zero engine games. It definitely takes and does its own thing with it.
0: Well, luckily we'll be playing on row 20, so that will help manage some of the dice mechanic. It might, I think, it's not a- the
1: most uh confusing dice mechanic looking at it, it's just changing the nu- the number of the die you're rolling you're still trying to roll that 6 for a success right instead of rolling a lot like like six different 6s you're rolling now you're rolling a d8 or a d10 or a d12 as you go up so it's very similar ish but it's definitely doing its own thing um, and if you're not familiar with the Year Zero Engine, there's free leagues open system that uses a D6 based system. It's a really good one. We've reviewed it and talked about it previously on the show. Scroll back and look at the old episodes where we talk about year zero engine. There's one specifically where we talk about year zero mini and we talk about year zero engine and a few other things. Anything with the mutant year
0: zero or yeah, we've covered Fa- facing mutiny zero uh, forbidden lands, I think, as well. Too so we've played a couple.
1: Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan of that system, and, and there's a lot of systems I I I'm discovering that are, are really neat. I don't know if I'm ever going to get a chance to play. I would like to at least briefly play them.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like we were saying earlier, in terms of the um, the activation energy to get into a, a game that's like two or three hundred pages versus sixty pages. Yeah, it's a little bit different. <laughs> so
1: that's what makes it easier too. Like liminal horror, I think is going to be. I think there's going to be a lot more coming out for it. I think people need to take a look at Liminal Horror. It's a horror game. It's in how many pages is that
0: zine? I didn't bring it over here to the table.
1: So. Uh, Liminal Horror. It's not. I think it's only like twelve bucks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like fifteen bucks maybe. From uh, let me take a look. I just got it. Twelve bucks. You're right.
1: Yeah, it's twelve. Only twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. And it's site. like
0: thirty four, thirty five pages. You know, so that's it's...
1: enough. It's rich enough to be a full game on its own. And to continue play this continually is very interesting. I think, like, a lot of the stuff I'd want to use Call of Cthulhu and stuff for, I might want to use Liminal Horror because it might be a more manageable thing to do It, with it that. might be. I
0: mean, you know, we tried <laughs> playing uh, Cthulhu Hack before, and I found Cthulhu Hack to be a pretty nice stripped-down system as well, too, based off of the Black Hack. But yeah. uh, I, thought, I found Cthulhu Hack to have enough of the um, difference in crunch but not be overly complicated. So yeah, so we might do liminal horror for a Halloween game. I didn't oh, see if I have time yeah. to to run the uh satanic panic at the Proudly Place Mall or maybe the mall. <laughs> You're
1: gonna run I would I would love to do that. If you want to run the Halloween game this year and do liminal horror with the, the mall one, yeah, I'm gonna pick up the bureau and the mall module if as soon as I get a chance to.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we might do that this year. Um we might just you know reuse the same characters we have. From um, dark places and demi Well, and let's it's...
1: just roll up, roll up characters with it to see how it goes. Cause yeah. see what uniqueness it does for a character. Oh, we usually do pre gens for it though, don't we?
0: We normally do pre gens, but what I was thinking was I'll just port over our previous. Dark places and demi-going characters into the liminal horror system. So we're gonna be playing teenagers then. <laughs> hey, we're going to the mall, man. We're mall rats. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying
1: to remember what my character. Oh, I I think I remember who my character was in the last. I, I DM'd most of them, so I don't. I don't really have an official character. For no, it, you don't.
0: Character. But, but didn't uh, fellow worker Nick do the last Halloween? No,
1: I did the Halloween one. He did a sequel to it with Dark Places and Demogorgons uh, from from... Eric Bloat's Blow Games, uh, Dark Places and Demogorgons, which they're putting out an OSE OSE version,
0: which I'm looking forward to the Kickstarter for.
1: Yeah, I'm going to probably get that. I like Dark Places and Demogorgons. It's similar to the BX OSE system. Yes. And at the end of the day, I'm really into those old school games because I've played them a lot. But I'm very interested in new stuff, too, that I don't feel like I have to constrain myself to playing one or the other. And I find that if I play different types of games, I pick different things up and I can port things in. And some things are fun to do that's different here and there.
0: Right. You can hack the game up quite a bit yourself with different, like you said, stress mechanics from like Mothership or Anti. Yeah. Mechanics from Call of Cthulhu or other ones. So well,
1: Liminal Horror does something a little different than all of that that I think's interesting that we'll be talking about. We're gonna definitely do a liminal we'll horror. We'll do a liminal horror episode here very soon. Here in the future, yeah. but like I
0: said, we may be doing this for, for our Halloween game. So let me read through it and, and then we'll we'll see.
1: Yeah, I it's it's nice. It's a good, it's a good little lasagne that liminal horror and uh, like I said, it's only 12 bucks It's all the funeral. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> in terms of that, you know, we've been trying to find time to try out more games on our what we call the alternate Wednesday night. You know, every other Wednesday we do a one adventure game slash system. So currently we're playing Twilight 2000, which uh, Logar mentioned. Which reminds me, are are you gonna be like Logar the Commando? No, Twilight no, <laughs>
1: no. I I made my character after uh, one of my old heroes, Unlimited characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna play them they were they were a very nasty character and and I, it'll be interesting to see how playing this nasty character is in this day and age they were uh one of the villain ish like anti-heroes that we had we, we ran a, about a 12 or not 12 but probably about 10 9 10 year heroes unlimited campaign it started in like like at the beginning of high school and years after around there maybe some in junior high but we started. We played this in this world forever, and we had some pretty established characters. Haven't touched a lot of those characters in decades. So, going back and being like rolling that up, like, oh, the Twilight Two Thousand has seemed like the perfect place for this character to, to be a part of. Yeah, I was like, this is the game that that character would function in perfectly, and it made me really like. Outside of the outrageous invulnerable powers that that character got back when we were kids <laughs> um it pretty much gave me everything to create that character who the as who that character actually is as a character, not just as a mechanic, right. so I think it'll be interesting to see them play out that way, and the character's name was is is was. Greco, <laughs> I thought it
0: was Gecko from like Greco, G R Greco, Greco. Okay,
1: Greco was what they we called that character back when we were, we were coming up. So I've got Greco playing in this, and he was uh he always ran around with his ball cap on, and and he had and the Greco character from Heroes Unlimited was 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 very monstrous looking. So
0: <laughs> so you know it's one of those that uh, you know we would love to get back into some type of superhero game. And the future Ooh. as well too. So we'll we'll we we'll need to see how our alternate Wednesday nights go because I know with Mothership hey. coming out soon here, and then as well as uh, Blade Runner coming out by Free League, something that that's on our list to play as well too.
1: That Prowlers and Paragons that Len from Miami did. I need to. I will really want a physical copy of that. I have Is to,
0: that. Uh... Print, print on demand one from drive through, so I Do have a physical, physical copy. Is there
1: a Smithson version available anywhere? I don't believe anyone. Go, <laughs> go talk with him about it because I don't POD? know.
0: It's this POD right now? So the copy I have is perfect bound, soft with glue.
1: Okay, yeah, I would get. Uh, here's the thing, too. When I'm picking up on drive through lately, I've been picking up soft covers over the hardbacks because of the binding. They seem to be. It's it's kind of like getting a Palladium book. It's very feels very similar. And I love those old Palladium books. They Years of gaming with them. Uh, I'm not as thrilled with the hardback binding of the PODs to be honest.
0: Well, the POD binding is glue. It's not sewn. So yeah, it's, it's cheaper and faster. Bound. It's perfect bound, So it's glue. So like my Encyclopedia that I picked up, POD, it's hardcover, but it's glue. And it's going to break. Yeah, I got, one, break. Of <laughs> I got break. one of
1: those and I really want to get the soft cover of it instead. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I was like, it's going to break. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, we can definitely talk to Florida Lynn about doing uh problems and Paragon sometime in the future um uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones I'd like
1: to, I would love to revisit my little uh heroes unlimited world with some people and and assist a system, a superhero system that's uh that's that's different and something we haven't tried out yet. I know that the first one that I was looking at was that uh, one that Bloat Games put out, that Vigilante City, I think, because it yeah. seems like a really easy one to read. But Prowlers and Paragons may be the way to go. I'm thinking I I I'm gonna have to really look into that
0: system and see how it works.
1: Um, aside from that,
0: <laughs> aside from that, so how else are we gonna find extra time and money and such to be able to try all these games that we have here's, in our collection?
1: here's the thing. I have this like weird daydream fantasy of being able to do a, a, a cross country road trip to just look at, at books and game stores everywhere, <laughs> see what people have and see what I can find. Cause I love looking at books period. And this yep. like, idea of doing a game store crawl across the nation. (laughs) Well, I try
0: to, I try to stop by game stores whenever I go on business trips in whatever city I'm in, I try to stop by a game store, if I have time or a comic book store as well, too. So
1: what if we end up, I'd really like to make it to something like Gary con or one of the big cons this in 2023, I would love to hit up some game stores on the route there in different cities as we're on the way, especially if you want as a road trip, take a day, like we're a drive through, hit up these game stores. See what they have in these towns. I, I think that would be cool to do as a game group if we can make that happen. It's gonna take me a few bucks.
0: <laughs> well, we got a plan for it, right? Because you can't blow your whole wad at the first store if we have yeah. like three or four stores during the day trip.
1: Yep. To yeah. We'll a...
0: So you gotta pace yourself.
1: <laughs> pace it, pace it, pace it. We definitely and the we used to go to the Golden Corral Buffet. I love a breakfast buffet. But it, the Golden Corral Buffet here is it's gone. Closed. It's
0: closed, though, I think. we got to go to Dayton, maybe, now to be able to find one.
1: I'm I'm game. There's game stores in Dayton. Get up there and meet up there really early in the morning. Oh, and we could eat, maybe time it so we could be there in time to eat as and, and done eating as the first game store opens and we go on our little trek out of town. <laughs> that's true because that's what we
0: used to do would be uh go to corral and then hit all the local stores and then hit up to eat. so,
1: oh, and they had those grits at that breakfast. Buffet. I love grits, I am a <laughs> rich fan. You know what I've discovered in the last couple of years that I've never had in my life that's popular in this area regionally? What's that? Getta, yeah, yeah,
0: you I. No, I'm not a big fan of get a um uh, textures <laughs> just a little bit too different for me
1: i like it it's, it's got a good flavor it's interesting i've never had it uh and here's the thing i was a vegetarian for like a decade or so until i had some health problems i started eating meat again I, that's neither here nor there i don't need to announce
0: all that <laughs> oh they get get a sausage in it so it, it doesn't have meat but it has grits yeah. and oats right so it's
1: got meat and grits and oats it's like a sausage mixed with oats and it's a little sp- you can get spicy or not spicy i'm picking yeah. up spicy stuff there's a little diner here called Hides that's that's kind of local. When I was coming up, the farmers used to eat there, and uh, like like the folks that live, worked in those farms. It's kind of a rural ish eatery, and I that's where I first encountered the ghetto here uh, in the last couple of years. Went up to Hides to eat, and I said, oh, you know what? Let me try the Geta. I've heard about this. It's supposed to be regional. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's
0: a German thing because of the German populace and the heritage that we have in this city. That's why get is popular. So it's, it, it, it. it's it's a German populace. That's why. I didn't realize that it's regional only because of the German heritage we have in this city. That's why I get it brought over by the Germans, you know. So that's why some of the regional cuisine we have here is uh, driven by that. You can't find it (laughs) in other parts of the U.S.
1: Uh, Give me a bowl of bowl of grits and a a bit of ghetto with some eggs, and I'm going to be a happy camper.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll find like a little small diner that we go to before we start doing the uh, you know game store tour.
1: I'd like that. That would be that would be a lot of fun. We're going to have to get the whole game together, go get some breakfast and go look at some game books together and 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 and, uh, and talk about absurd game stuff in the drive. And usually as we're driving, we'll also probably devolve into some kind of political
0: uh, yeah, discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to recall most of our conversations start with gaming, then go political, then swing back (laughs) around. There's more gaming and, you know, other. (laughs) And superheroes. And and, superheroes. And other
1: odds. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're about on time. All right.
0: So we've covered a variety of topics today.
1: (laughs) That works. If you enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at hailcrom We're on Patreon. We could really support Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice
0: rolling. Roll all the dice for all the games you want to play. And all the breakfasts. And all the breakfasts that you want to eat.